right, welcome to TalkCDL, Ruthann. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So, what are we going to talk about today on the show? Um, something trucking. Something trucking, yes, absolutely. I'm just looking to see what we have for the uh, hearers today. You know, I'm going to be, I'm actually going to probably um, title this episode, um, My Grandmother's Toe is Broken So I Can't Come to Orientation. <laughs> that is, that's good. That's good. I, no, I'm serious about it. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. I mean, we'll just get right into this. I mean, I've got, we've got a bunch of other things to talk about later on. Um, you know, cleaning off your trailer with the ice and the dangers of doing it or not doing it. And a couple other articles we want to talk about. But, you know, one of the main thing that we want to talk about today was, <clears throat> it's, <laughs> It's an epidemic. Um, I don't even, to be honest with you, it's just something that's been going on in the trucking industry for a long time. And I know you understand it. Ooh, let me play the video in the background. I don't care if it plays or not. Let's see. There it is. All right, for all you people watching us on video, we are now playing the video. Anyways, so um, this epidemic, you, you can call it what you want. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's actually comical, but... A lot of companies, I mean, and I've talked to companies over the years, I actually forgot about, and recently a couple of companies were talking to me, and uh, the subject came up, and then, so I always ask other companies, you know, if, hey, you know, one company was telling me this, does this go on at your company? And it, this is across the board in the United States and trucking companies, um, and every one of them use grandma as a joke. In, in, uh, when we're talking to trucking companies and I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Um, so what happens is a truck driver will be looking for a job, right? Okay. Okay. So the trucker, he'll be looking for a job and he will talk to a company and he'll like what he hears and he'll sign up. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. He'll sign up for the job. And then at the last minute, a comp well, what happened? I'll give you, let me just back up a little bit. Let's say a trucking company talks to you on a Monday, right? Mm -hmm. they, they, they recruit you. They go over everything. You agree that you want the job. You do the app. Yeah. You do all the paperwork. And then of course they got to go through the approval process. They approve you. Let's say it's Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. They give you the job. They say, you're, you're good. Um, and they, they go ahead and they talk to you about coming into orientation next week. And let's just say you've already, in your conversation with the trucking company recruiter, you agreed to next week you're coming to orientation. So you get to the approval process and the recruiter calls you and he says, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get you an airplane ticket. Are you good? And you say, yep, absolutely. He gives you your travel Give you all the instruction. Now, the end of the week comes, and most trucking companies, because they paid for your travel, they're going to pick up the phone. They're going to say, hey, Joe Trucker, um, just want to make sure everything's a go. And one of a couple things happens. <laughs> uh, one, either the driver says, yep, yep, I'll see you on Monday, right? And But a lot of time, this isn't a little bit, this is a lot of times, uh, you catch them off guard. Uh, um... Uh, yeah, uh, um, can, can you call me back? 
or can I get back to you on that? And then, and now the recruiter is like, well, hold on a second. It's Friday. We gave you a plane ticket on Tuesday or Wednesday and you know, everything was good. And now something you could tell something has now happened with this driver. He's backpedaling somehow. He's he, well, you could, if he's not saying, look, I'm ready to go. He definitely is some, somehow not planning on showing up. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the issues is, um, some of them will actually, because you caught them on a Friday and they, they didn't have seriously the decency. I'm going to say this for these trucking companies. Okay. The decency to pick up the phone and call the company and say, Hey, I changed my mind because normally what happens is a better job comes along or maybe you were looking at a job that you wanted more and because you didn't hear from them, you went ahead and agreed to another trucking company. And so on a Friday, the trucking company calls you and now you're sitting there like a deer in the, in the headlights, caught in the headlights going, um, cause you, you, you don't have the courage to just say, Hey, listen, I got bad news for you. I am not going to be coming because I am going to be going with somebody else. I do apologize for putting you through this. Please keep the door open for me. And, mm-hmm. and let's be honest, would, would a trucking company say, you know what? They'd be a little bit upset, but would it would would they at least have respect for that driver? Yeah, if they at least came up to them and said, "Hey, you know, I'm letting you know that I I found something I wanted to give a try first, and you know, I like your offer, but this one was a little bit more what I would want or anything." Yeah. So now here's the here's where the the big joke and the issue comes into play. Usually the driver at the last minute, he'll make up an excuse. And what's interesting, I Google, I actually Googled this. I, I, I Googled uh, truck drivers making excuses to get out of coming to orientation or something like that. I Googled that, and a, a big article came up with a blog. I, I swear to you. And this one trucker, he writes on this blog, he said, um, I accepted orientation and travel from one trucking company, but the job that I really wanted just called me. And his question was, how do I get out of this? Right. And so most of the truck drivers, most of them are actually giving them bad advice. One trucking company, one truck driver said, well, trucking companies lie to us. So there ain't nothing wrong with us lying to them. Make up a lie and just tell them you can't come. I swear. It's what he said. Um, I couldn't tell you how many drivers on this blog told this driver to make something up. In fact, one or two of them said, make something up because if you tell them the truth that you're taking another job, they'll get mad and put you on their never hire list, which I'm here to tell you drivers the opposite. If you're honest with a company and you tell them, Hey, I found a job that I I like better. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to go ahead and decline the job. Even after you have taken it, the company will have more respect for you than these following excuses. Okay. And the the number one excuse that truck drivers use is a family member's hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. Um, The number one is their grandmother. Hence the toe broken. How many trucking companies have they told us over the years they they'll always say I don't know how many grandmothers I killed this week. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? Because every time it's like, and and listen, you know how they know that that the grandmother excuse is BS, and and most of the time it's a bullshit lie. Hmm. You know how they know? Hmm. Because the driver says, "Well, I'm gonna have to put it off for a couple of weeks because my grandmother's 
my grandmother passed away or my grandmother's sick and I'm the only one that can help her, right? They'll, they'll say something like that. And then when you, they, these companies will go to call the driver in a week or two to say, hey, how's your grandmother doing? Do you, does she want to come in? And they won't ever answer the phone again because mm. they see that company calling. So therefore, the company knows that the driver most likely lied to the company and didn't have, again, the courage to say, hey, listen, listen. I'm going to take another... You, you guys will get way more respect. Ruthann, they will. They you will. You will get such... high. I'm going to tell you something. The, the amount of drivers that have the decency to say, I've taken... I'm going to tell you something. The, the amount of drivers that say, I have the... De, uh, you know I mean? I'm sorry. I'm taking another job. Those drivers get more respect than any driver that, that backs out of a job. These companies literally will, will go to call you, and then they'll find out that you're working somewhere else. Well, why make yourself look like a liar? Why do that? It's not. I mean, then you're making them guess everything that you're telling them is going to be a lie after that. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Um, now, look, a driver has the right to back out of it. Okay. But here's, I'm going to give you some of the reasons why they truly back out of a company at the last minute. We already know the number one reason a driver backs out of a uh, uh a job and doesn't tell the company he's coming. They, they do what's called ghosting. They'll ghost the trucking company. The number one reason is they found a better job, a job they like better. Mm -hmm. And they have a right to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will be honest with you. If you commit, if you commit to the job, then you probably should take the job, but you know, that's just another deal. So another reason that they, this time of the year, reason why a truck driver backs out of a job is because the drivers that are in the south might have accepted a job in the north, and there's a snowstorm coming. They don't want to drive in the snow. Well, think about this. You get a driver, he's in Florida, mm -hmm. right? Right. And he accepts a job in, say, Minnesota or Michigan. Burr. <laughs> Burr, that's right. And, and he looks on the weather, and there's a big old nor'easter going. No, 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 no. So now you're you're a driver, right? You're gonna fly into Minnesota, and now you can see the day you're flying in there. There's gonna be four inches of snow. Floridians don't like snow. And look, you can't blame people for not wanting to be in the snow, but at the same time, think about what you're doing when you accept the job. Exactly. You did. You got. You took a job in the winter time for the north. Here's another. Happen. Here's another one. They read bad reviews on a company. And you know what? That's just certain people's opinions, and some of them are not. You know, you don't know what the next guy is. Just, it's like getting the opinion of people. Who leaves reviews? The people that are, are pissed off. Well, not just that they're angry. It's the ones that also, I mean, half the time, when you're giving that review and you're angry, sometimes it's because you did something also. to. It's like for every action, there's a reaction. So you might have started out being one of those liars that held off orientation for a week killing your grandma, finally came into orientation. I, no, I'm serious. Like in my conversations with trucking companies, they'll, you, you'll call a trucking company and you'll be talking to one on a Monday and, and you could tell like the director or somebody would be in a bad mood. 
and and you ask him, hey, what's up, man? Well, I had I had 15 drivers that were supposed to be in orientation, and only eight showed up. I guess seven of them had a their grandmother had a broken toenail or something. I mean, literally, that that's the standing joke. Mm-hmm. It literally is. And and guys, I'm telling you, I'm I'm, I'm going to say this a million times. This podcast, just be honest. Just look them straight in the eye and go, hey, man, I'm not coming. I'm sorry. And you know what? What can they say? They're not going to re-talk you into it. I mean, they might try. But the bottom line is, okay, at least you just literally told them, and now they're not going to call you a million times. They're not going to be thinking low of you, and they're not going to make a little note. I'm going to tell you that one company says, seriously, it's one company that I know. The guy says, listen, if a driver leaves me on the curb, standing on the curb, guess what? He's going in my in my uh, computer to not hire ever again. Never give this guy a chance, especially, and here's really what, what stings to the, what these companies sting about is when you let them buy you a plane ticket and they get burned for that ticket or they get burned for some fees or they lose money because you didn't just have the courage to go, hey, man, I'm not coming. Just, just tell them you're not coming. No, I can I can understand some of that. I mean, if you think about it, they just spent the money running the MVR, the DAC, the PSP, the criminal. All those things cost money. So they just spent all that money doing all of that. You committed in the very beginning saying, yeah, I'll come in next week. Okay. If you change your mind before travel's set, at least they didn't go and spend another few hundred on you. But I agree. once that travel's set, that price that they just spent, you know, it tripled. Drivers, I got advice for you. I'm serious. Listen to this advice. If you know that you're a qualified driver, Okay, you don't got a million tickets or a million accidents, right? And you already know that most companies are going to hire you. And in in most drivers' cases, you can get a job pretty much anywhere. You can have 10 jobs today if you wanted them. Pick the company you like and just go there. Mm -hmm. They're going to hire you. Be honest from the beginning. Say, hey, listen, I've got three companies in mind. One of you are one of them, but there's three other ones that I like, too. Let me let me at least be honest with you from the beginning. Yeah, you're better off telling a, a recruiter because I know recruiters are pushy. I'm a driver, but but if you just say to the recruiter, "Listen, guy, like Ruth Ann just said, I got somebody that is more of a fit for me." So you don't even have to say I like them better. You don't want to hurt their feelings. Just say, "I've got a recruiter that or a, a company that's more of a fit for me for home time or trucker money, whatever the case is," and I'm waiting to hear from them. If I don't hear from them, by such and such, I'm going to come with you. Um, I'm going to show you something. Some drivers, Ruthann, will fill out 10, 20 applications, okay, for the week. Guess what? Hmm. Now you've got 10. Let's just say a driver fills out 10 driver applications, okay? And I know some drivers are going, oh, who gives a shit about the company? Well, you should. This is the reason, some of the reasons why the industry sucks. Hmm. Nobody cares. But you get a driver, he fills out 10 applications, right? He fills out 10 10 different applications. Now, think about that for a second. At the end of the week, he's going to a job next week. How many companies are going to get to hire him next week? How many? No. He can only go to what? He only can go to one. One company gets him. That means nine companies get screwed. Like you said, nine companies run DAC, MVR, and all that other stuff. So... Hundreds and sometimes even thousands. And some of these guys will actually accept three or four plane tickets. Seriously. Some of them will actually accept that many plane tickets and then burn everybody except the one company Mm -hmm. and not give a flying rat's ass. So 
I'm just saying, guys, you're, this is, and I want to tell you something. We're in January of 2023 right now. Mm-hmm. Economy's sucking. Freight's really bad. The more companies you burn, the more bridges you burn. And I know companies right now, they're turning away certain drivers. Um, and six months to a year ago, they weren't turning these drivers away. Now they're turning more drivers away. And guys that burn companies, abandon trucks, do all that stuff, I'm telling you, guys, it's your CDL. Keep it clean. That's, all, that's what I'm saying. This is the industry that I love. I'm in the trucking industry. I've been born and raised in this industry. Guys, just have some balls. T- tell them you're not coming. It's that simple. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Um, when I was in uh, working for this company out of North Carolina years ago, um, I, was, uh, in, I was working in the recruiting department the one day, and I remember talking to a driver out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay? I won't say his name. He, we get him approved, right? And what does he do? He literally comes back, right? He comes back and he says, right before we're about to go, um, or right before he's about to come into orientation, he says to us, I can't come. My wife died. This, he says this, my wife died. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, we're, you know, obviously, what are you going to say to a driver when he says, you can't call him a liar. Can't say, oh, you're a liar. We don't believe you. So we're like, okay, just let us know when you're done mourning your wife. And um, if you want to come, we'll, we'll hire you. Thank you. Real nice. So obviously we lose touch with this driver. A year, I mean, almost to the day, a year later, this guy literally comes up again in one of our ads. <laughs> Seriously. He comes up in one of our ads. I call him. Now, I don't tell him. Hey, listen, we were talking to you last year. Your wife died. I don't even want to bring that up. It's like, why, why do I want to bring up sad news to the guy, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking, and, and uh, we go through the hiring process again. He doesn't, rem- he doesn't even remember me, obviously, because, you know, most drivers talk to 5,000 people. Right. So he, we get him approved, and we're about to bring him in, and, and we call him. I swear to you, this is exactly what he says. My wife died. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm going, and I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, I got the notes right here. I remember this guy. Your wife died this time last year. Now you're telling me your wife died again, or you're telling me you got another wife and she died. So Something's I, fishy there. <laughs> right. He's, it's like his life, it's like his big excuse to not go to orientation. He just says his wife died, right? So I said to him, I said, well, hey, man, um, you know what? What's the name of the funeral home so we can send flowers? And That's very thoughtful. Well, right away, he's like, um, well, um, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure which one we're using. I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that. Right, so, now, so I said to him, I said, hey, hey, Bob. I said, hold on a second. I'll just call him Bob. Okay. I said, Bob, listen, I got to be honest with you. Last year... You, you don't remember me. Last year, I'm looking at your paperwork. Last year, you were supposed to come to work, and you said to us, your wife died. I said, Bob, this is almost a year exactly ago. I said, so here we are a year later, and your wife dies again? Or you got another wife that died? I said, how many wives you, are, are dying on you here, Bob? <laughs> Click. Click. <laughs> Never, <laughs> ever. Tone. Exactly. He's like, oh, well, maybe I better change that to grandma. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the bottom line was, okay, he's using his... 
family member as an excuse. I'm going to tell you something. I had another driver. I was working in the, and I was working in the dispatch area, right, of this company. Mm-hmm. I was actually in the sales department, but I remember Safety had this driver in Indiana. I'm, I'm actually in the terminal, and this driver was sitting in the orientation. First day of now, check this one. You're gonna, you're not gonna believe this. Okay. This driver, he's sitting in orientation. Now the guy's name was Glenn. That was the uh, safety director. I'll give you his first name, the safety director. And so Glenn had a habit of waiting till the driver came in to just go ahead and then check, you know, their the company that they're at now. The recent, the the one that they just left. Right. So Glenn had recruited him from this company, ABC company, whatever, out of North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets the guy into Indiana, and he says. He says, um, hey, Troy, you know, want to go in there and, and uh, see if anybody needs anything in the, in the uh, orientation class. I'm going to go ahead and call this guy's current, you know, the one he's leaving. I'm going to go ahead and call them now, see if I can get the reference. So he calls the guy's current company. Now, the guy's sitting in our orientation. Okay. So he calls the guy's current company. And here's what the, 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 his boss, his current boss says. He says, oh, yeah, I know him. Sure. He's, a, he's, he's employed with us now. And, um, but he had to take a leave of absence the other day. Wink, wink. So you know why he had to take the leave of absence for real, right? Because he's going to take another job, right? Mm-hmm. So he says, yeah, he had to take a leave of absence because his father was in a major car accident and had to have his legs cut off at the scene. So that's where he's at now. And, um, you know, we're, we, you know, gave him as much time off as he needs. And Glenn, ha- Glenn's like, I'm sorry, sir, but your driver's sitting in my orientation taking a new job. Oh, my gosh. The guy used it's his dad. He used his dad as an excuse, okay, to tell the other company that he had to take a leave. And I guess what his plan was, was to come to our orientation, make sure that he likes the job before he tells him he's quitting. Right. So he makes up the excuse of daddy's legs were hacked off at the scene of a freaking accident. And, and I can't even imagine using somebody in my, I've had people tell me their kids died and it was a lie. That's I'm, just pitiful. It is pitiful. It's like, dude, I mean, is it that hard to just tell the freaking truth? I don't get it. That's just, pit- it is disgraceful. Disgraceful. It's sad. It really is. Just be honest. So, listen, guys, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I'm just going to tell you straight up, okay? this It's a running joke. If you don't want to be this week's joke, all right, and you're planning on going to orientation somewhere other than the one that gave you the travel, all right, call them and and tell them the worst. I'll tell you the one of the worst things, Ruth, and they'll do. One of the worst things they'll do. Hmm. Is they won't just won't even show up, and then when the company goes to call them, hey, listen, we just want to check to make sure you're okay. You were supposed to be in orientation. We bought you a plane ticket. You know, let me tell you something. A lot of times, if you call the company, like on a Thursday or Friday, and say, hey, listen, I changed my mind, that company gets to they can, they have a they pay a small fee and they can cancel and get their money back on the plane ticket. But if you don't have the nuts to call them, I'm serious now. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the, the 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 decency, the professionalism as a professional truck driver to call them and go, I changed my mind. You, they they get burned for three, four, five hundred dollars on a plane ticket or whatever the plane. Doesn't matter what the cost is. Even if it's you a, still burned them. Even if it's a dollar, you just burned them and you burn. You're burning your own bridges. Stop mm-hmm. it. Stop it. So, anyways, pick up the phone, call them, and say, Hey, I'm not coming. 
Right. And you know what? If they get pissed off, to hell with them anyways. You know what I mean? But I be- I'm telling you, they will respect it. Ruthann, moving on. It's, it's better to be respected. It is better to be respected. It really is, truthfully, guys. All right. So, moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. Moving on. So, you know what? I've seen this article. It's a crazy article of... Uh, I'm just going to read a brief bit. Let me tell you what it's about. In the wintertime, and it's actually an ongoing problem that I, I, I have, an, I have a, a, a solution how to fix this. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we are going to talk about that as soon as we take a sponsor break. Sponsor break. A sponsor break. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to flip my hats on for my sponsors today. Check this out. I got my National Carrier's hat on. Drivers, if you're looking for a job and... You like Kenworth T680s? Pick up the phone. Call 888-311-7076. Talk to National Carriers. Again, their number is 888-311-7076. And they've got lease company and even student company drivers. Ruthann, our next sponsor? Our next sponsor. Guess who it is? It's DriveWise. DRIVE. Yeah, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E. If you want to start um, bypassing the scales today. Pick up the phone. Actually, you can just go to drivewise.com and actually literally download the app. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Um, if you do that, you don't you don't have to have a transponder or nothing sent to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing the price is better. Um, if you have 10 trucks, 20 trucks, 50 trucks, call them and see what kind of a deal you can work out. And uh, literally, you can start bypassing. If you don't have the ability to go around the scales today, I'm telling you, it's a blink of an eye. Seconds, you can be doing it. It's that good. Gonna put my Carter lumber hat on now. Check that out, Ruthann. Huh? I'm doing the quick change for anybody who can't. He's can't Superman. See, quick changing. Can't see me. Anyways, so our last but not least sponsor, Ruthann Carter Lumber. What a great company! Over 160 locations east of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. CarterLumber.com forward slash talk CDL. They got a little short form. Just fill it out. And they'll get you in today. Now, I'm going to tell you who they're hiring real quick. Okay. They're looking for experienced drivers. Mm -hmm. They're looking for local only class A and class B drivers. Mm -hmm. And they're also willing to take, Ruthann, a driver right out of school. Correct. And they will get them on local. So if you're a driver that's been told, hey, I'm not going to get local right away. I got to be out on the road for quite a long time. Call Carter Lumber or and tell them Talk CDL sent you or just go to carterlumber.com forward slash Talk CDL. And they'll also take, ready for this one, then hmm. Non-CDL drivers. Hmm. So if you're a non-CDL driver and you're looking for work, call Carter Lumber or go to carterlumber.com forward slash Talk CDL. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Ruthann. Hmm. The ongoing problem in the trucking industry, it's, 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 it's a yearly thing. It's a seasonal thing. A seasonal thing. It really... No, I'm gonna, allergies. N- yeah, truckers get allergies. No, it's not, <laughs> it's not truckers' allergies. Okay. Let me tell you what it is. It's, it's a snowy, packed, snowy trailer. A tra- oh, I hate them. It's a trailer that has ice and snow on it, and it's very dangerous. I hate that on cars, too, but... Tractor trailers have more. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, cars should, the car drivers, everybody is actually liable for what comes off their vehicle. People don't realize that. I know a lot of truckers go, well, screw that. And I'll be honest with you, in defense of the truck driver, I'm not climbing up on no 13 13 feet, 6 inches high. How the hell are you going to get up there? Let's say you're dropping, say you're doing a drop and hook, and you're going into a drop yard in, say, freaking Minnesota. 
mm. right? Mm-hmm. And you pull in, in, into a drop yard, and, and it just snowed last night. Guess what? You're probably going to have six, six to ten inches of snow on the entire top of that trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as soon as you start going down the road, it's going to be blown off. Well, sometimes it turns into ice chunks. Yeah, it's chunked. Okay. Well, listen to this. Here's what happened to a trucker from another trucker. Trying to pull it up. Now, this is on CDL Life. It says, trucker was hospitalized after flying chunk of ice from another truck that destroyed his windshield. Isn't that Mm. crazy? Picture of it. It's insane. It literally caved in his um, driver's side windshield and and injured the guy. It says, a truck driver was injured on Friday after a chunk of ice from another truck hit and shattered his windshield on Highway 401. Now, this happened in Ontario, but it happens in the U.S. also a lot. Um it, now, it goes down to saying uh, they didn't catch the truck, you know, that it, ha- that it came off of. But they're actually looking for the guy. So now if somebody turns in, like, video of this guy. Still, uh, this is new? They're looking for him now? They're looking for him. They haven't. It says that, it says, um, that they didn't provide information on whether the, they, they located the truck that the ICE came from or whether that truck driver could face charges. Wow. And, and you see, think about it. Now, you can... You could face charges for negligence at the least if you kill somebody. Well, yeah. I mean, here's another thing. As I was listening to you, you didn't mention that the driver that got his windshield hit, he didn't have an outward-facing camera, but a lot of trucks do. Well, he might have had an outward-facing camera. You didn't mention it. That's well, what it, it didn't say. And, and, and a, lot of, a lot of trailers, though. You know what I mean? From the back, don't have names on them and stuff. So it could have been just... That's a license plate. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. They can identify them by a license plate. And then it says, how's my driving? Call blah, blah, blah. Or, we need CDL drivers. Call this. Looking for an operator. Well, maybe... (laughs) There's all those little things in the back of a trailer sometimes. But I'm sure if if something happens, someone had a camera, they they could catch you if you're not careful. I mean, that's very true. Um... I'm gonna. T- this is, this is just some of my little bit of a theory on this whole thing. Okay, not on the accident. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it just happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, let, let me uh, let me go back to our guide here if I can. Huh? Look. We at, don't play uh, YouTube on the TV very often. Yeah, if you can tell. It sucks. Yeah. Oh, well, let me see if I could pop it on. But anyways, I don't want to lose lose what I was saying here. As far as the, um, there it is. As far as the incident with this, if, if, if you're a driver picking up a trailer, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because if you do, I mean, you probably have less of a chance of, of getting in trouble by letting the snow on there than climbing up and breaking your neck, falling the hell down. Here's my, th- here's my theory. I'm going to tell you what my theory is. I believe that every shipper and receiver, every shipper and receiver should be responsible to have one of those little rails, okay, one of those little rails up, up on the... Um, like they do at the, uh, is it like the Catskills or something yeah, like that, have that bar? Right. Some of them have the bar where you can clean off, okay, where a lot of them don't, most of them don't, and so now, if they're very, they're not expensive, by the way, they they are far from expensive to um, put up, 
Every drop yard, every shipper, every receiver should have a bar that's set for a 13-6 trailer that has a, a, a big rubber thing hanging down that'll flex mm-hmm. and can wipe off the top of a truck when you're when you're leaving out from, you know, that yard, especially if there was a trailer that was picked up with snow in your yard. I'm just saying. Yeah, they could have it angled like they would a plow, just enough to where it's not going to drop right behind the trailer. It could drop to the side. Exactly. It doesn't really matter. Bottom line is somebody has to be responsible for this. Yeah. And you know what? Truthfully, every year somebody gets either hurt or killed because of it. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. That's true. So, you know, bottom line, um, my theory is the shipper and the receiver should be responsible for it. I'm, I, just, I, I just believe that. I mean, if you're there and you're at the person's stock, I, I mean, they have them at truck stops. Drivers can get them cleaned off at truck stops. So there's no excuse there. The shipper and receiver having them, mm-hmm. that would alleviate, you know, if you're in the dock and all of a sudden snow comes down. I don't know. I don't know how bad, because usually if it's going to be a lot of snow coming down, drivers are already going to be, if you're already warned enough, you'd be already at a place where you're not going to be moving for a bit. So, but I think it would definitely help for ones that are there overnight at the shipper and receiver. They pull in and they're there and they're camped there for the evening to pick up for that morning. Yeah, I mean, if we're being honest, I don't no, see... I don't just lie. lie. I, I, don't, I don't see how you can make the truck driver... I mean, yeah, I get it. You, everybody's responsible for what they're driving, and that is the truth. Mm-hmm. But I don't see how... I don't see how a... Unless they invent some kind of a giant extendable hockey stick that you can... Go up and... No, what they should do is just like a roll, like a like a, a dump truck has where the the tarp can roll up and come over it. The manufacturer of trailers should have where they have a thing that would scan down the the top of the trailer and just push. You know, like, you know, you know how they That's have the little... That's way too much money. No way. They have the aerodynamic for like for the air to go over like trucks and stuff. And then the back of the trailer, they have that little door thingy that looks kind of really mm-hmm. funky. Yeah. All this for aerodynamics. Well, if they have a thing that goes on the top of the trailer that has that same, whoosh, right, for the aerodynamics, right? But what it does is you hit a button, and it goes, knocks the sand, the, the sand, listen to me, the snow off, and then you just, and it comes right back up right there. Not only is it aerodynamic, but it also clears off the snow from the top of the trailer. Never going to happen. I know. The only, but, you know, it's the great. The only way that would happen, the only way is if they made a law that the manufacturer had to provide that. If the, if the manufacturer is not made to provide that, they're never going to provide it because, again, the drivers ultimately comes back to the guy pulling the trailer down the, down the highway. You're responsible for what you're driving. Yeah, but like you said, if, if a driver is going to get up there and, well, you, you can't. Know, chance killing himself the company might want to do it but hey they made a law for icc bumpers let's just say let's just say they had a, a ladder even high enough for a truck driver to go up on his trailer Get, you know how many of them would slide somewhere you'd lose your footing up there on the ice and you'd come flying down and break your damn neck no i wouldn't my never, idea is best i would never blame a trucker for not going up on top of a trailer. They have they have made the rule for the ICC bumpers because of people running underneath the trailers. They can end up making a rule for making the 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 Ruthan aerodynamic snow removal system 
Yeah. For and, and saving the lives of people behind the trailer who get their windshield smashed in. And they'll even name it the Ruth Ann system for saving lives. Exactly. Snow scraper thingy. Ooh. Okay. I don't like, I was going to say that the, 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 the initials for it, RAS, Ruth Ann aerodynamic system. <laughs> RAS. Well, you're really thinking deep tonight. <laughs> Okay. Who's getting those taxes done today? <laughs> the old tax break. The tax break. But I do have something I can mention real quick to a driver about tax breaks. What do you got? Well, uh, that means we're moving on. We're moving on. I like Sorry. to say that because the one thing that Ruth Ann's really good at <laughs> is confusing people because she does, you know, I mean, you're going, wait a second, are they talking about the same thing? So moving on. Moving on. Right. Moving on. Um, Drivers check out. There's a new bill that's been been put in to be checked into for truck drivers, but it's not just truck drivers. It's called the Ship It Act. S H I P I T Act. When you're going to get your taxes done, at least ask your processor, whoever you're doing, to check into this Ship Ship It Act. It's for trucking companies. For it, what they're trying to do is make it easier for keeping the retention. So it's a recruitment and retention incentives for drivers and includes flexibility during times of emergencies or black swan events. And it's also for new new drivers. So if you're just now driving and you didn't drive in the previous year, but you started driving this year, you can get up to a $10,000 credit onto your taxes and if you were a driver and you're head of household. So you're saying a new driver. Mm-hmm. Eligible for a 10,000 tax credit. Really? Mm-hmm. And so, and what, what, what makes him eligible? As long as you didn't drive last year and you started driving this year. Oh, so if, if he started driving in 2023. No, 2022. Well, we're in 23. You said this year. Well. You mean this, the previous. Ta- you right, mean for the, the tax season. So the tax year. Right. So as long as he didn't drive in 21. Right, Exactly. If, as long as he, if he's, oh, so if you're driving, you started in 2022 only, mm-hmm. all those drivers, hey, Eugenia. There you go. Yeah, you will have to tell her. Eugenia. Yeah. Well, she'll hear us. She listens. She's. Yeah, Eugenia, you qualify for 10 grand, a, a okay. tax credit. It says here, the, this, the bipartisan bill calls for temporary 7,500 tax credit for eligible truck drivers who logged at least 1,900 hours of on-duty time. And whose adjusted gross income for the taxable year does not exceed one hundred and thirty-five thousand, jointly one hundred and twelve-five, as head as household. How many hours did, did they have to drive? Nineteen hundred. Nineteen hundred hours. I'm just telling you. No. That's what it says. Say it again. Read. Go back to that. The bipartisan bill calls for a temporary seventy-five hundred tax credit for eligible truck drivers who logged at least. 1,900 hours. Okay, let me just do the math for a second. If you drive... Okay, that's true because drivers drive up to 70 hours a week. So even if you're driving... Let's say if you're driving your 70... If you're 70 driving your, and the 1,900... Well, is, see, if you're driving your 70, that means you're a true OTR driver normally. I'm not saying local guys don't. So 70 hours times four would be 280 hours a month on average. So let's just chop a little bit off and just say 250 hours. So in four months, they would have 1,000 hours. So in eight months, they will have 2,000 hours. So it, it ain't that hard to get 1,900 hours. Mm-hmm. Get the frog out of here. Yeah. And wait, they, wait. I gotta, my, are, are you sure? Wait a second. Is my brain right or wrong? 
If you just drive 250 hours a month, every four months you would get yeah 1,000 hours. So in in eight months, you would have 2,000. You could actually have technically three to four thousand hours for the year of driving. It's mm-hmm. a lot of freak. Hey, I'll tell you something. That that's a good little uh, yeah. tax break for these guys. Well, here's the thing, and it it says here as head of the household or ninety thousand individual. So um, you can get seventy five hundred just a tax credit. It doesn't mean the you know um, like the 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 credit that you get for being a person of your home. Like you get like you would get a tax break for. I get that. Yeah. Parents for and being kids. Who and, I am. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this this is, is an extra. Just is just extra. That makes your bottom line so much nicer when you're paying in your taxes. Then so it makes your oh yeah your get, refund better. Yeah, it puts you in so, a different bracket. It's a good chance you'll get money back. Right, and then new drivers defined as someone who did not drive a commercial truck in the course of a trade or business during the preceding taxable year are eligible for a ten thousand dollar tax credit. And I think that's to help cover their training expenses. That's true. So a new driver like Eugene, if you started, if you now. I would imagine the schooling didn't count. So if you if you got hired, now I mean that might be a question. No, because it says who did not drive a commercial truck in the course of a trade or business during the preceding taxable year. So you didn't means, get paid for it. That means exactly. That means you were paying them. So if you were if you went to school at the end of 2021, but you didn't even start driving for a trucking company until January 1st, 2022. It sounds like. You are eligible for the new truck driver ten thousand dollar tax credit, and that's on top of what other bracket you fall in. Ruthie, and you got something else? Yeah, the Ship It Act also unlocks worse workforce innovation and opportunity act grants. Again, it's called workforce innovation and opportunity act grants for tuition fees, and other costs of entry-level driver's training provided by a Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration registered trainer, that grant could be extended to include other educational and training costs, including the cost of course materials, supplies, technology, and fees for graduation, licensure, or certification. So that permit for your CDL, Mm -hmm. your CDL, it's all those costs that you had to get when you first started, that's going to help cover those. Well, good for these drivers. So check it out. It's called the Ship It Act. And then this one here is called the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. Whoever you go to get your taxes done, just go and ask them to check into it for you. Well, that was really good. I like that, Ruthann. Very good. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Trucking, Ruthann. Trucking. Um, I think we're going to go ahead and end this podcast You've got the word of the day? I do. What is the word of the day? And it's from, is it from Word Genius? Yes, it is. So good. Word Genius, Ruthann, they've made you smarter. And now they're about to make our trucking friends smarter. Oh, you are definitely going to be using this one. I'm going to actually put is it my a mind. trucking word? Oh, I was so, I get giddy sometimes, and this made me giddy. So you ready? Sure. Okay. Stevedore. Stevador? Wait a second. Oh, you know what? It reminds me of Jimador. They, it's it's a um, tequila. <laughs> <laughs> not that I drink tequila. I just this is not I've a seen tequila. that Jimador. Okay, what what is Stevador? Stevador is a person employed or con- or a contractor engaged at a dock 
to load and unload cargo from ships. They're called stevedores? Stevedore. So when you go up to the docks, they're the, the guys that do the... Um, Just show stevedore. Stevedore. Yeah. Exactly. The ones that have to go and do... do. Hey, can I get another stevedore here? I don't this like this This is ridiculous. Guy. I don't like your stevedore. This stevedore is really slow at loading. Could you get me another stevedore? Yeah. 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 Don't fall in the water, stevedore. I wonder if they even know that they're stevedores. I don't know, but I'll, I just thought they... I, had to, I had to give my fellow truckers some kind of incentive for when they're at the docks that they can have fun with. <laughs> so, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Well... I think we're out of here, Ruthann. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.